Hi everyone, welcome back to Late Night London. Super excited about this this episode. Uh, someone I've been wanting to come on a show for a while. Someone who makes me feel like I need to get back in the gym. <laughs> Every time I watch his TikTok videos, I'm like, I am slacking <laughs> as well. So we're joined by Frank Sapulu Chukwu, AKA You First London, who is a health, health and fitness expert, online fitness coach, social media influencer with over 178,000 followers on Instagram and 4.7 million followers on TikTok. I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> Frank helps men and women gain strength and lose fat through sustainable and safe training methods partnered with bespoke nutritional guidance so they can achieve the physique of their dreams. Welcome, man. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm actually so delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it, man. And I appreciate you keeping all of us healthy throughout the lockdown. <laughs> that, that, that was one thing that actually kept me going so I'm, yeah. I'm happy to help did you jump on um actually no, before we get into that tell everyone a little bit more about you personally okay. and you know your journey of how you got started and, and to where you are now okay so um thank you for inviting me so for most of people that know me which there are many people that know me um i'm all about health and fitness even from a small age i was all about like getting active you would never find me indoors watching TV with my family because I'm outdoors, either playing or, or whatever. So uh, gradually started off um, from doing athletics and then from athletics, I matured over to playing rugby. So I played a lot of rugby. Again, rugby is a sport that actually works in favor of me because you need power, you need speed, and you need mm -hmm. agility and balance, you know, which are, you know, one of my, uh, my strongest components. And then after, uh, after playing rugby, I decided to chase a career um due to the interest i had so my my little sister growing up she had asthma so okay. it's my grandfather me too so which is why i got into sports by yeah the way. exactly so i was like what can i do to change the future for those kids that could potentially you know encounter the same uh, problem so uh, one of my main uh, topics during my undergrad was physiology mm -hmm. i absolutely love everything about physiology i'm fascinated how the body actually works because if you can understand your body nothing is you can literally overcome whatever so I uh, did my undergrad in sports science, felt like I didn't quite learn as much as I needed to know. Yeah. And then I did my master's in uh, applied physiology at the University of Brighton. Uh, post my university stages or whatever, I, was, I said to myself, like, I have two choices, either go into a clinical setting or go into a sports setting. Sports setting, i.e. means like making people like Usain Bolt gain one second quicker lap time than, you know, than they previously did. Or I can go into a clinical setting and, and literally help the kids that I started this journey off by doing. So that's how I ended up as a, currently as a, a pediatric respiratory and sleep physiologist at St. Thomas's Hospital. Do you do that now still? Oh, wow. I do. So like so I have- All of my I, research. I have two lines. All of my research. <laughs> and how did I not, I've, I normally pride myself on my research and I missed that completely. Yeah, I have, I have two lives, a clinical and a practical life. So clinical will be the hospital essentially, and then practical would be social media and my training and everything else. Unfortunately for me, they're both full time. So yeah, I don't, dude, I don't even understand how you're doing both. Yeah, time is, to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're probably the best. You must be very good at planning your time. You have to be. You have to be, and obviously reliability again is one of the the, the, the one of the most stuff I actually value in people. Because if you're reliable, then I can trust you with whatever and know that you actually will. You know, underrated as well that is yes it, <laughs> majorly majorly <laughs> yeah, massively yeah majorly. wow so you so you're working full-time now in the hospital yes so what does your typical day-to-day -day look like in the hospital just out of curiosity because now uh, i didn't know about this so yeah it, it, it kind of varies but on a on a continuous basis i'll probably say nine to five in, on most days 
However, you can't do those odd. But what are you doing now on those days? So uh, my day-to-day job is basically assessing kids with respiratory or sleep problems. So we're talking about mm-hmm. like asthma, could be neuromuscular, sickle cell. There's various uh, ones or like if you're talking about sleep, uh, sleep problems like sleep apneas, you know, sleep waking, mm-hmm. all sorts. So we assess the kids, run some diagnostic tests on them. And then we have like a collective team actually do the work so we have like the nurses the doctors physiotherapists so we basically it's a it's, it's a journey for th- those kids because they come in not knowing exactly what's happening yeah and then stage amazing, by stage man. we get them better and we send them home some unfortunately spent way more time than others in the hospital and it saddens me but obviously we're trained not to yeah not to get yeah, not to get too i spent a lot of time in hospital i used to be have a uh, a nebulizer at home yep. uh, yeah so if people don't know what that is it's kind of uh, helps you breathe and you we used to put these i don't know if it's still the same now we used to put these little capsules of course yeah in the neb- is that they still do that yeah. now mm-hmm. in the so my my um most people don't know this but it's interesting i've done <laughs> you know hundreds of podcasts but so yeah as a kid i could basically barely breathe i think a lot of it came to my parents and my mum smoking smoking exactly whilst whilst pregnant and after as well mm-hmm. so actually all of my brothers and sisters had bad asthma yeah but I remember, and and you know, and I was in hospital a lot because of have the attacks, and it was crippling because you couldn't do things at all, at all, yeah. like just basic things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember though seeing a doctor, and that changed my life when he said, "You know, this isn't you know." I thought I was just stuck with it the rest of my life, but he said, "If you play sports, and you get into you know, you focus on your fitness, swimming, you know, mm-hmm. and and, I, and I, this will go." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. And I was like, really? You know, I just it just blew my mind. And yeah. and now everyone knows me as the guy that's like, not to be arrogant, I'm I'm good at everything I do, mm-hmm. sports wise. I played ice hockey, I played basketball, all at a very high level, mm-hmm. skateboarding. And and the driver for that for me was the fear of ever feeling like that. Yeah. Out of breath, helpless. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Which so just no, I, it, I've never shared that before. Yeah. No, no, it's it's great uh, to hear you say that as well, because um some people think when you have a particular condition that determines your future it really doesn't some pe- some kids can be seasonal asthma so you see them get actually a lot worse during the winter times but summer times they're completely different so um again, again for the parents out there that say they smoke outside smoking outside and smoking indoors essentially is the same when it comes to asthma and really? your kids having asthma because it stays on them exactly it stays on, on on the fabrics of your clothes and when you get in you sit on your sofa it stays on the sofa vice versa so smoking outdoors unfortunately doesn't it doesn't doesn't help at all yeah it's yeah. crazy man so where did this transition from that world into the social media world you know you have millions of followers was that during lockdown was it before then you know because you know i i'm again i'm so surprised that you have a full-time job like my brain can't even comprehend how you're managing both but where yeah. did that where did you where was that decision where you're like you know what i'm gonna go okay all in on social media yeah so being a physically active guy i wasn't able to do that during my masters uh because again i had to study full-time masters and i had no choice but to work full-time also so we're talking about a schedule so you funded all of your education yes, as well yeah so we're talking about a schedule that okay for instance you you start i start work from 10 p.m to 7 a.m and uni starts at nine so you're getting in having nice. whatever nap or whatever you're having and masters is intense we're not talking about getting to lecture and sitting down and listening we're talking about once you get there you're going to present to to your your fellow students and it was intense for me i just i just couldn't cope as much as i i wanted to so i didn't have the 
the capacity nor the time to stay physically active. So I lost a lot of weight. I, I'm happy to share the image with you guys. I lost a hell of a lot of weight during that period. We'll post it here. <laughs> <laughs> during that period. And then, so in 2007, when I, 2017, when I finished, I said to myself, yes, let's get back to what made you you. Let's get back to what helps you, what actually, you know, grounds you. And that's fitness. Absolutely love everything about fitness. That's like one constant thing in my life. And one constant thing I would say that helps me get to where I am today. So I started going to the gym and then started, you know, keeping record. So before that, were you heavily in the gym or you just actually more so playing sports? Sport. As opposed, because that was like me, I played yeah. a lot of sports, ice hockey stuff, stuff like that and basketball, mm -hmm. but I wasn't really hitting gym. Exactly. As much, a little exactly. bit, but exactly. not like crazy. Yeah, because I um, prior to that, I played rugby. Mm -hmm. So but again, you probably was in the gym a bit. I actually wasn't. No? I actually was. I loved rugby well, maybe, so much. Maybe nowadays though, like nowadays, like it feels like they smashing half gym, half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nowadays it's it's kind of different, isn't it? We live in a in a in a completely different era. Back then it was so much fun, and you don't have to necessarily go to the gym. It wasn't and even train a chore. To exactly, it was just raw. Like yeah. you just enjoy it, and you could be you could be injured this weekend. Next weekend you're ready to go again with that same injury because you love the yeah. you know you love this sport so much. So yeah, so when I started obviously documenting my, my journey, it wasn't so much to become an influencer. That's not, that was never the plan. I just documented it because I like to watch back and learn from my mistakes. And also avoid injuries because yeah, injuries can literally, it, it, it can break you. Um, so <laughs> over a period of time after documenting like some of my workouts and stuff, people just started liking it and actually started following along with my, my workouts and stuff. And fortunately for me, I, I'm quite a creative person. You can give me, you can give me this room and say, do, do whatever you want in this room. I can create like hundred exercises you can do in this room. <laughs> like my brain thinks about it. I can tell because like, one of my questions is about how you, you have so many ideas. So you have to be, because mm. you, 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 you're kind of, especially on TikTok, people expected videos all the time. So exactly. you've got to be very creative. Very creative. And yeah, ex obviously the more creative you are, they hired the expectations. Because mm. sometimes I actually thought about it. I used to do some crazy Even stuff on my to I used to do some crazy yeah. stuff on my Thanks. IG, right? Yeah. And it got to a level that people, because they expect so much of you, they don't even appreciate that crazy stuff anymore. Because they're thinking, like, yeah, <laughs> we know we, yeah, we know he can do that. Then then you're thinking to yourself, like, how can I actually how can I how can I better myself? Yeah. And again, that's not really necessarily a good thing because you're always trying to beat your old self. You're always trying and to beat you your... got into it. You made a really good point. I want to highlight for everyone. Mm -hmm. Don't get in it to impress people. Exactly. You did it to, to your biggest, um, your, your biggest adversary is yourself. And Precisely. for me, that was always the case. When I, whenever I played this particular sport, I was just trying to beat Chris. Mm -hmm. If I could be a better version of Chris, that was all that mattered. Now it feel, I feel like with social media and TikTok, Everyone's doing everything for everyone else but themselves. Exactly, exactly. And you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna stay. It's not, it's not sustainable. Mm -hmm. And from a mental health perspective, it's also terrible. Yeah. To constantly run your life off of the feedback of other people. Of, of, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's definitely, it's not definitely a positive thing. I also try and make brands understand that also. There are certain brands you work with, they will change you who you are as a person. Just trying to fit their narrative. And exactly. And I try and tell them that yeah. this is this is what makes me unique. So therefore, if I change me, what are you invested in? This is like, why they follow me. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're you know? to change what, it. Like, what are you invested in? Yeah. So I highly value brands that actually 
uh, sponsor people based on who they are rather than what they want them to be. I highly value that. Yeah, I've had sponsors for you know my other business show where they've come to me and I've I've had to say no. Yeah, and you know sometimes it's a lot of money. Yeah, but basically you sell your soul. Yeah, for that right, and all of a sudden, wait a minute, you want everything? You, d you don't want anything that makes Chris Chris, mm -hmm. and you want to replace it and me to act and speak and even dress exactly. a certain a certain way. Mm. And uh, many people do fall prey for that because they see the dollar, the pound signs, the dollar signs, and they're like, "Yeah, I chase less, that." Yeah. That's a lonely road. Yeah, ex and you exactly. You can't take that back. Exactly. So, so when did you see like a significant growth? Was there a particular period or a moment? Because obviously, you got you know, hundred thousand plus people on Instagram, four point seven million on TikTok. Did, was that like massively grew during the lockdown? Or let, like let me tell you, let me tell you a story of how my TikTok came to where it is. Right. So a friend of mine, uh, we did a video together, like a collaboration, right? He posted that video on TikTok and he got like 500,000 views. And then he came to me and was like, oh shit, Frank, like this is your platform because he knows the kind of stuff I do. So you weren't even on it at that point? I was not on it at all. <laughs> oh. He said, Frank, like, look what I did. Look what he got. Imagine what you could potentially get. And to be honest, I owe that guy everything today because if What's I didn't What's his name? Take we'll his give him a shout out. Uh, uh, <sighs> <laughs> Put it under pressure now. <laughs> oh god i need to, i'll remember it don't worry no um, uh, you told me and i'm gonna put it across the screen here yeah I will, I will remember it yeah and he said to me like frank like i just got five hundred thousand views on this for no reason it's literally a video of us what did you do what was it's it? just like a uh a, a hit workout okay that we're just yeah, doing yeah, like, yeah. It, it looks visually it looks it looks good uh -huh. um but not according to instagram of course <laughs> and then he was like okay i was like whoa that this is crazy and I posted the exact same video on my TikTok. Same one, literally. Exact same video. Mm -hmm. It didn't even get to up to 50, 50 views. How really? crazy is that? Obviously, because of the algorithm of TikTok and how TikTok works on itself, which we can get into um, shortly. I was so heartbroken. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> same one as well. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy as well? I've done the same thing where on Instagram, I posted one video and it got 20,000 views and on the same and different in, uh, a, di a different account yeah same thing 500 views wow exact same hashtags yeah that same it's, thing it's, i was like wait a minute what's going, <laughs> what's going on yeah yeah it, it, my mind was blown i was like what is going on and that hit me back so much that i was like you know this is probably not meant for me but then the differences between that is i posted that with an expectation of it blowing up not with the value that i added to the video and that's my reason for it not to literally go anywhere. So that's why, if it's coming back to what I said earlier on, if you do it for you and be unique for you, the audience will be there. It's like being on a football uh, football uh, pitch. Mm -hmm. You're playing your game, doing your stuff. The audience is already there. Like, But it will highlight you when you do it better and you just focus on you and doing what's meant for you. I changed up my strategy. I was like, okay, I'm going to stop posting people i'm gonna stop posting for views i'm gonna do what i like i'm gonna literally post for fun and do just have fun with it you know mm -hmm. and then when, when i started doing that people started liking it and literally i blew up so much that when i got to a million followers tiktok uh, messaged me uh, through the app and said we love you so much and we'd like to verify you and you know i was like i, I couldn't believe it. i was like wow this is this is this is crazy must have been mad I was so I was so happy because I remember I was in Dubai at that, at that period of time, 
and one video I posted on in Dubai got like 24 million views like in 24 hours. I was like, what is going 24 on? 24 million 20, views? In like literally less than hours. 24 hours. I was like, what is going on? And it's such a simple video because I didn't overthink it. <laughs> Sometimes the most that's the thing, people are now like planning it you and know? doing things and what's going to be the <laughs> Scheduling thumbnail. Scheduling it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I did not. Like it, I was having so much fun that, you know, the video literally blew up and I was Crazy. like, I was so happy. And then so from that period to like 2 million, I just continued doing the same stuff. But one strategy I used back then was my frequency and my consistency. I posted 10 videos each single day. 10 a day? Without a fail. 10 a day? 10 a day. Wow. And I subdivided What's them. What's your creative process look like? I well, go, go, I'll say that first, what you were about okay, to say. Okay, so I subdivided them in ways that wouldn't necessarily affect my creativity. So we're talking about 10, right? Give me an example. Subdivide them into like, five fitness videos so you make that yep, fitness yep. videos five of them uh two tiktok trends because you want to still stay in trend within the app you're using mm -hmm. yeah and let's say and you can just find them in there you just see exactly the, you just see the trends exactly and then three videos of me basically just having fun and just being silly because all those components is what makes the platform the platform it's bringing you into it not yeah. just the fitness yeah your personality who you are yeah and the trends and the trends yeah yeah so th those those were my strategy Mm. and yeah and you, but the most important thing everyone <laughs> stay consistent the most important thing it doesn't I, matter what you post and you don't come like i was saying to you just before we hit record to everyone who's watching i did over 150 at one hour long 150 podcasts wow. before i made a penny and I, again i didn't start the show to make money mm -hmm. it was something i started in my bedroom because i was passionate about it and yeah. i was speaking to amazing people and at and then I you know it was just crickets, mm -hmm. a couple of hundred views <laughs> here and there. And then all of a sudden it just started slowly going right. and going and going. Yeah. And then, you know, then we had over a million listeners and then, you know, now we have a few hundred That's amazing. thousand, you know, That's amazing. on my other shows. So this is a new show actually for everyone watching right now. Um, so we're on that same journey Yeah. and, uh, and uh, as well. So you start doing that. What about now though? What are you seeing for people that want to use the platform? What advice would you give to them on TikTok now in terms of how to grow? Have things changed dramatically or do you think the same strategy still works um uh, what is life about change right life constantly changes whether or not you want it hence we'll have four seasons right because it constantly changed what differentiates you from the change is how you adapt to those changes right so in the winter we wear more clothes summer less blah 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 the platforms and the algorithms are constantly changing and if you don't change with it, you get left behind, right? TikTok has changed so much since I joined it. I know. <laughs> it, it has changed so much. I used to have so much fun on TikTok, but nowadays it's very much like a business platform, but still with because it, before, that remember, element they of didn't fun. Have the, they only opened, remember before they even opened up the opportunity to advertising. Mm -hmm. But they always, they, that was always the plan. Grow, 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 of grow, course. grow, grow, and grow, monetize. and then monetize. Yeah. Yeah. It's the strategy. Of they, they're very smart. They're very smart. It has changed significantly. Um, you find less, I guess you, you learn more on TikTok. It's a lot more like refined and more, more valuable right now. Do you think that TikTok might be the future of online fitness? I, I highly believe so. I, if you look at the competitions right now, you know, Instagram, you know, creating reels out of nowhere, YouTube creating shorts, uh, Snapchat creating spotlight. They are following one particular trend, which is TikTok. So yeah, TikTok is very powerful. I think probably more powerful than people think. Mm. You know, it's a platform where you see major brands actually having fun with each other. It doesn't happen on either, any other platform. And I highly rate that. It's, it's, it's really good. Yeah. And I think people as well, they're demanding micro learning. Exactly. And they want it quick, simple. Yep. Here's five ab workouts. Yeah. 
Boom. In 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been in the seat, but you're like, now I can go do it. Exactly. I've seen it, how it's done. Mm-hmm. I can. It doesn't yeah. need to be a 20 minute video. Yeah. To be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I just, I just, I love the, I love the changes that came with it. And obviously you have to be able to adapt. Like I said, you know, and we're actually really good at adapting, you know, as humans, that's like one thing we're actually really good at adaptation. And you've seen it in the last 18 months. Exactly. Exactly. No one thought would actually be here right now. And here we are. And we're actually progressing a lot faster than, than, than we thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, um, what does success for you look like? How do you define success? Because, you know, some people, a bit of context would define success, unfortunately, by how many people follow you. Yeah. Some people define success monetarily. Yeah. What does success look like for you? Uh, based on like my journey so far and where I've come from, success for me is 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 value is respect is is being the best at what i do that's that's what success means to me uh, simply because i want to change i want to change some narratives as to how people see people like me you know and you know where i've come from and what do you mean you by know, that elaborate a bit more yeah by that i you. mean exactly like obviously i originally from west africa nigeria right and i remember coming to this country and you know growing up it hasn't been the easiest uh, in the social media side of it, you know, you know, I do experience this like, like subtle hidden racism in some aspects, and then in in non-social media side of things, you still come across people that look like you but still don't accept you for who you are simply because you sound different to them, mm. and I find that very interesting because you you you're, you're telling someone, okay, you have an accent but not the, not the value the person brings to you, but because they have an accent, instantly that's a turn up for you. I, I find that ridiculous personally. 100%. So like, like my whole journey is to literally tell someone you can go from this and you can achieve this by the same quality you are. You don't have to change yourself to achieve, you know, to achieve whatever you put your mind to. That's like my number one priority and my goal. You mean, you're, you mean you mean the 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 their fundamentals who they are in terms of their their values and the value, their, their ex- why their purpose exactly, and not change it for anyone in terms of you know having to speak differently just to yeah. to please yeah. I get that man. Like mm. when I first went to work in the city, um, <laughs> in in uh, you know I remember uh, I grew up in East London, so I have mm-hmm. a bit of an accent, right? Mm-hmm. And when I walked into that office in London Bridge, everyone was highly educated know from very wealthy families and i was this guy that scraped my way into my job um when i say that i i i got my job by i was in a bar in london bridge and i was at the time really just struggling my mum, single parent four kids we have any money and um i said to my wife who was my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. <laughs> um i need a job man mm. like this is not good and um there was these people next to us playing pool and they all had fancy watches and nice suit of course you know yeah and i went over to them and i said um which is terrifying to be honest and i put a pound on the table and said if i beat you i want a job interview wow and i had no idea what they did right Hmm. and they were like who the hell is you even know what we do like and i was like i lost by the way (laughs) (laughs) this is embarrassing oh god but like they gave me an interview and when I walked into the building, uh, sorry, I think they, they, sorry, a few months later, I got this phone call. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about it. Yeah. And it was them, their HR manager. So wow. they brought me in. I had no idea what it was for, mm. by the way. I'm going for a job interview. I don't know what it is. Um, it was for sales job, but I didn't yeah. know that. 
and um, talking about accepting who you are, I remember being um, interviewed by one of the managers and they were almost like taking the piss out of my accent. Oh, wow. Like where I grew up and they're like, we're going to have to get you in some training to sort out the way you speak. Wow. And we actually, there's a guy called Brian um, who was one of the sales directors and he did elocution sessions. Wow. So they told me to do this class and other people. Can you believe this? In, like mad where I had to do these crazy voice exercises that you learn like for acting. Yeah. But to speak posh. That's ridiculous. Can just, just can for you imagine job. that? Yeah. And I didn't know that that was bad at the time. Hmm. I thought this is my first job. Of I was course, like, is this normal? Whatever. Hmm. I was given, I remember one of the managers threw the um, financial times at me and was like, read that, educate yourself. Wow. You know, and even as a white male, hmm. I didn't feel that I fit in even amongst other white males. Yeah. And I it's half because I grew up in a class where I was, there was two white kids, everyone else have a black or, or, in, or Asian. Yeah. <laughs> that was where I grew up in East London. And yeah. most people that grew up in East London, that's, that's very multicultural. Yeah. So for a white man mm. not to feel comfortable amongst white men, yeah. how mad is that? That like, must have been daunting <laughs> for you. That must have been like, I was like, no, I don't want to go to the pub and drink loads of beer. That's yeah. like, I, I grew up playing hockey and thing. I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't smoke, I don't drink. What do you mm. mean you don't smoke and drink? We all weird. I'm weird. You <laughs> smoke and drink. You're kidding yeah, yourself. That's and, crazy because that's I'm the norm, the guy. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So yeah, but thank you for sending your story because like I think it's important because people must see your 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 um your success and they probably don't see everything that's behind that. They just see, oh, you must have it all. You've got millions of followers and things, yeah. but they don't know what it took to get there. Exactly. And uh, m most importantly, what you're still what you're still currently going through to to maintain that that lifestyle mm. um like like i said to you i held a, like two full-time jobs essentially it's crazy man and hardly anyone know that most people think yeah. i just sleep at the gym yeah. and i go to gym like what an hour and, and a half i a follow day. you man so like and, I've, and i researched you, you know? like, <laughs> and i'm like you have a full-time job which and incredible job by the way yeah, and it's clearly um i'm really happy to speak to some i love speaking to people that who do work that's really aligned with their their why uh, exactly and yeah. their purpose so mm. that's amazing man so you're kind thank of living you. it out in two in two different worlds two but still the same goal yeah do you yeah. think you'd ever leave that full-time job and pursue this full-time um, i say this i mean the what the, the social media yeah the to be honest place. and also let's talk about obviously your online coaching as well because yeah. it's not just that too yeah um to be honest that's like the future plan yeah i i just physically can't deal with the combination of both anymore i'm physically drained emotionally I'm drained not surprised, dude. psychologically like it, it, it does get to me um but yeah i'm only gonna choose the online over the healthcare simply because i'm able to reach a lot more people and i can i can you know help a lot more people obviously yeah man. um from around the world that's the only reason why i would choose that over like you know working within yeah. a healthcare setting does it ever you mentioned uh, you, you get to you a lot of people don't talk about um, this sort of mental health and well-being perspective. Mm -hmm. Is there a, uh, now you have such a huge audience? Is that does that pressure ever get to you of always having to deliver because they're always wanting more and more and more from you? I think like when it, when it comes to mental health, especially for men, mm. it's underrated. No one like I was speaking to one of my female friends the other day and telling her actually opening up and be like, okay, like during that period of time i wasn't really myself she was laughing it off because she didn't think i would she feel thought, like uh, you you're fine exactly because she was like you're such a strong-headed person mm -hmm. i don't I, I don't believe that yeah man but then it's hard for them to believe us 
because we're seen as men and strong and stuff but yeah it does you know there are times i'm feeling like how am i how can i actually cope how can i how can i that's with no help because my family they can't help me i live alone and they live in wales they can never help me I, i have to be the one to cook for myself after work i have to be the one to literally cater everything i have for myself and 100 percent of the time it hurts but it's more so like what you can what can i still achieve with the pain that i'm still going through and if you've noticed it recently i've started posting like more motivational stuff on my mm, on my yeah. on my channel because people need to know to be able to get there or to be able to maintain a solid lifestyle you have to be mentally strong and by that you need to be yourself and you still need to be able to you know stay consistent with whatever you're you're doing yeah i'm doing that in a way that they won't understand they'll they'll understand the goal they'll understand maybe when they're in that moment exactly yeah sometimes unfortunately that like and for me personally i i uh, i hid i I suffer from panic attacks Mm -hmm. and anxiety for my whole life Mm -hmm. and i hid it up until two years ago yeah so my wife of 10 years plus she never knew about it my business partner friends family so there was weeks where i couldn't leave the house I felt wow. like I was having a heart attack. Mm-hmm. It was a, like it was a panic attack, attack yeah. and anxiety, and I didn't know what was wrong with it, and I was ashamed of it. Mm-hmm. And um, when I finally, and and actually, again, I was interviewing someone on the podcast who who's a, an executive from you know a billion dollar brand, someone who I looked up to, mm. who shared his story. I was like, wow, like someone who I see as strong and amazing leader was so vulnerable to share yeah, that with me. Definitely. And it was during that moment that I decided to tell, which was. Arguably, no, one hundred percent, the scariest moment of my life. Mm. What's my wife gonna think? Is she gonna think I'm weak? Is my friends and family? Is my employees exactly? And that's it it goes through your head. Mm -hmm. Every single person came and supported me, and was there for me. And I found out some of my closest friends and family members were suffering, like my best friends. Wow. That they also were feeling the same way. They were having cancer, and we never even spoke to each other about it. Wow. As well, and um, now I see that as my biggest strength hmm. is vulnerability. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. Mm. I agree. Because if you accept something, it's a lot. You can deal with it a lot better. Yes. If I accept, okay, this is who I am. How can I still improve myself within that? But if you stay in denial, that's where it gets a bit complicated. Yeah. So yeah. What what it, um a lot of the online you do so you, you obviously do online fitness um, and online coaching. I saw your app and stuff yeah. like that. Um, what are the common challenges that you're seeing people that come to you with? Is it lack of motivation? Is it, oh, oh I don't have time. You know, there's, 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 there's a lot, but obviously what's- I'd love to read out like a simple DM to you. I get, I get everything. Like, <laughs> I think the funniest ones is like, how can I gain six packs in three days? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what, what do you think I am? I'm, I'm not like, I'm not Jesus. I can't give you like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, people, I think like, most people I've actually come across, they want that quick result. Everyone does. Yeah, people just Short lack. Cuts. Yeah, they they lack. Um, t- they lack just hard work. You know, nothing comes easy in life, especially something good, because we often go online and you see, okay, how to gain abs in like two weeks or how to do this. Yeah. All those are like great and, marketing. And, uh, just great I was marketing. telling you how to get abs, and it's nothing to do with dieting. Either. You know, <laughs> like I I find it great, fantastic marketing, but those literally that's the the biggest waste of money ever and people will buy it because people once they see a clickbait they're sold instantly because they're so fascinated could that be true you know how can i actually gain abs that's part of the problem then that's that's the major problem and again there's no no one to moderate that 
There's no one to moderate anything that goes on in the fitness industry. Instagram tried as as hard as they could to try and moderate some stuff and you know all this like false positive stuff they they did quite a, a while back. But obviously, I'm not sure if it's still happening. Mm. But that didn't really do much. You can still like people just making like ridiculous claims nowadays. Unbelievable, dude. Like, honestly, I, I, I really don't understand. I feel sorry like, for the, the generation like coming through because they're they're like you know it's just so like you see um if you, do you know that guy uh, uh, Derek does the more plates more dates dot com and he does kind of like exposes different influences. Oh, I think yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. His channel's really cool. Like if you haven't check check him out, more plates more dates. And he does any and he does like reactions to like you know a bodybuilder saying it's yeah. natural or someone saying yeah six week program you're shredded like yeah. you know and it has nothing to do with diet like, yeah. <laughs> right there. and you, you feel sorry I feel sorry for these people that yeah. they buy into that and then of course when they don't see results they give up. Yeah. Of course they do. I only recently found out that people actually pay for transformation vi uh, pictures. They pay mean? to buy transformation pictures so they can post on their no. Instagram and what? say, okay, this is what my program is. It's not theirs. It's not theirs. They just buy it from I'm not people. surprised. I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's just like. Do you know how ridiculous that is? That's insane, dude. Like, that's, yeah. I'm just, I, when I found out, I was like, wow. Like, this is just, it's crazy. It happens yeah. in all worlds. Even in my world on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people pay to put. Um, to they pay someone to put books behind them on the, in their house to make them look smart. Oh my! So goodness. there's a company now that works with business executives to say, look, you're in this space, right? X, yeah. Y, and Z. Here's the top 50 books in this space that these experts know, and they and then they put them on the shelf. They haven't even read them, right? And it's a new. So it's this is how ridiculous people are going to like this to create this false yeah. facade of Incredible. who you are like as i've wondered that because i've seen like some sort of people on 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 tiktok and on instagram who have only been around for like six months yet they have mm. these transformational i'm like how like bro you you, you started on here two years ago let's how can yeah. you have a year transformation video it don't make no, no sense it's, it's crazy let's just put this out there guys you cannot transform yourself <laughs> in two weeks even yeah. a month Even is like two months. It, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, don't you know? work. So anything you see out there, yeah, just just know Frank says no. That's it. <laughs> Frank says yeah. yeah. Frank says no. And that's it. Is there a reason, by the way, you've you've never shared more of yourself personally? Because I know you from the videos, mm -hmm. and I recently learned a bit more about you from YouTube. If yep. everyone go check out Frank's YouTube, it will be in the link below. Um, and I, I saw a different side to you. Even the video when you're at Gym Chalk. Mm -hmm. It was nice to get to know you a bit more and your personality and stuff. That was there a reason why you you didn't you're not more open with that. Um, to be honest, I think it would definitely probably come back to being vulnerable, right? Because when you show people who you are, some might love you for who you are, but in the online world, some people can use that against you. And mm -hmm. I I I strongly believe that's my main reason for not. Um, showcasing like my because like I, i'm fun to be around like, i joke around all the time that's who i am but it's more so how can then other people perceive that me for being me especially yeah. without understanding me for being me yeah people can always guess and you know anticipate okay is he like this or like what's going on so yeah i think the time for that will change definitely i'll be showing more of that yeah yeah definitely. what was the inspiration behind the name you first london so um so sorry no it's all right yeah so like you being you or you or you or you and then so me putting you first literally so i'm putting you first before me 
and then I'm based in London. So yeah. you first London. What, and, and you said you, where did you grow up? So you moved to London? Yeah, so I moved to London from Nigeria, West Africa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and yeah. your family are in Wales? My family are like, Wales. We're going to Wales, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a nice place to, to, nice lifestyle change though for London. Yeah. Compared to London though, Wales. Wales is very, it's very calm and like re relaxed. Mm -hmm. Not really for me because I like that fast-paced life, you know. With what you do as well, you need to be in the in the mix, yeah, of 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 everything because, yeah, it's just it's yeah. If you if you're in the UK, if you're in the UK and you want to be where well, London's where it's at, unfortunately. Yeah. True. Although it's a bit different now with online mm -hmm. because in the past you had to be because that's where things were. But I think now online, remote, hybrid work, etc. Pretty much anyways, it's changed yeah. um, a little bit. I studied in Wales actually. Oh, I you did. did? I did my secondary school in Wales, yeah. Oh, wow. Hence why I played a lot of rugby. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I bet you did. Wales is like the it's home of rugby. Sport. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're good at rugby. It's, it's the home of rugby. Yeah. You know? What's next for you then? Um, obviously, you're, you know, link, you're still popping off on TikTok. Um, I saw you've got a bit more focus on the YouTube. Mm -hmm. What's your main focus is right now? So, again, obviously, with next year coming up, I've already sort of had a draft plan of where i want to be um the hospital one i'm projecting to be to be done with that pretty much start of next year so i can then go full-time social media and by that i mean like talking about youtube uh, videos consistently long form and the short form as well uh i'll be going a lot more i'll be, be a lot more active both on instagram and tiktok uh try also to create different videos for each platform because I don't want it being like, okay, you're following me in all, all the different platforms and you see exact same videos. Because normally people just repurpose it and do the exact same thing, but just post it on Exactly, YouTube. yeah. So I, I, I don't want to be doing that. I want to be able to showcase. And again, each platform is different. So how you posting them will ultimately be different as well. Yeah. And, and yeah. you educate yourself on those things, right? Because I think like, it doesn't just happen. Yeah. You, uh, am I correct in saying that? Do you yeah. spend a lot of time and watching spend, how it works? And you stuff spend like that? so much time researching, watching, uh, playing around with like some strategy as well. Some won't work and it hurts because you've, you've invested a lot of time <laughs> yeah. and effort into it. Yeah. Um, some works. It's just, um, for me, don't overdo anything. Just take it very easy. Like the, the most simplest videos do so well. So why like, why sit? We overthink it. Yeah, we overthink it so much. Like in even like for a YouTube video, I'm thinking like, okay, what challenge can I set myself for next year? I'm thinking, okay, Ramadan is coming up. I could actually practice how to be, how to be, how to be, uh, how to be strong mind minded. Yeah, I could actually try the 30 day fasting mm. as a challenge, not just for the YouTube, but also for myself. Because you know, it's one thing that fascinates me. Do I have what it takes to 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 fast for 30 days? But again, you make it about you, man. We come back to that point. Yeah. If you're ever doing it for them and not for you, you're just gonna go exactly, wrong. exactly. I'm so fascinated to see what happens. That's a good see if one. I can actually, if I I've done actually. The, the most I've done is a five day fast. That's, that's uh, just, just water yeah. and electrolytes just to make sure I have to yeah, eat salt and everything else. Yeah. And that was rough. Yeah. I can it's imagine. rough because I, I don't, I fart, I am, I, I intermittent fast anyway. So mm. I know I don't eat any, every, I don't eat breakfast. So okay. my first meal of the day is about 1 p.m. every day. Mm -hmm. And then my last meal was like eight. And then I just, 8 p.m. and then I don't eat. And I'm never hungry. Okay. And I like training fasted as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, same. Yeah, I feel like a lot more energy. I and feel like if I eat and I go to the gym, I'm like <laughs> sleeping <laughs> as well. But sleeping in a after spot the rack. third, uh, the interesting thing for people though that don't know that, like after the third day, you get less hungry. Mm. So people think that it's like the longer you eat, the hungrier you get. It doesn't work that way. 
And that's something I didn't know until I researched a lot of it. Yeah. So after the sort of second and third, second and third day are the hardest. And it depends actually, if you've never done, don't do that unless you've done intermittent fasting first, because mm. you need to get your body used Adapted, to it. Yeah. yeah. If you're not, if you're not fat adapted, mm. You're gonna really struggle because mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're basically because what's gonna happen is your glycogen in your liver is gonna go, you know, the, the 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 little bit that's left in your muscles is gonna go, yeah. And then because your body's not fat adapted, you're gonna get what they call keto flu, mm -hmm. headaches, migraines. Wow. You're gonna feel bad, and I've and I've felt like that. Yeah. But luckily, I was a little bit, and I'm still not. You know, I don't smoke, I don't drink, but I do eat sweets. That's my vice. Is sweets. That's what we well, Dream fasting or just in general? No, just in general, man. Like, <laughs> like I think it's because when I grew up, we, in a, you know, my mum was a single parent of four kids, so we didn't have any money to buy. Yeah. So we never had sweets. Mm -hmm. That was a luxury. Yeah, yeah. It sounds crazy, right? But no, like, no. we had whatever money we had was for food. Mm -hmm. So having sweets and everything. So when I was an adult, I was like, oh, I can buy. I can buy as much as I, I can. Buy as much as I want. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, after you know five days, I was like, that's enough now. Like, yeah. it's fine. And I think doing that once every once a quarter is a good idea because also. You you then um ah uh, what's it called when you when you uh, flush out your, your system uh, autophagy mm -hmm. you know about autophagy I believe so like when yeah so after so after uh, yeah so after you uh, I can't remember the exact hours and, or days someone mm -hmm. can correct me but I think it was like a couple of days after you've gone through all of that your body go get, because you're not eating your body starts to repair itself so it goes through a process called autophagy where mm -hmm. all of the dead cells. Mm -hmm in your body, it will break them down and it'll flush them out of your body. Wow. Because you're constantly eating and consuming calories, your body never has the time to do to this. Because yeah. mm -hmm. it always is just like, oh, I've got to deal with more breaking down, yeah. more calories. So um, when I do do that, I, you know, all of the dead cells in your brain, your body, you, you, you one of the, one of these um, effects is you have this crazy mental clarity, wow. like crazy, like you're like super mental clarity because you, all the, the brain fog goes. Yeah. So that's one of the things that's like, I, it's even a great, it's a great, um, yeah, uh, advantage, isn't it? Or even, yeah. uh, I don't, I interview people a lot of the time. So they, I didn't actually, but most of the time I do interviews in a fasted state. Oh, wow. Because you have much more mental clarity. It's yeah. like anyone who's listening, when you eat your meal, you feel like, oh, yeah, no, it's true. It's after true. as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with those things because I feel that's really cool to be able to. It teaches you dis discipline as well. Oh, it's so hard. Yeah. It teaches you discipline and yeah. Yeah. To be able to be disciplined enough to do that. That's most yeah, people that's won't incredible. go one day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you ask actually, oh, can't <laughs> eat for the entire day, I'm gonna die. No, your body uh, yeah. think about back in the day, right? When you were, you know, caveman times. Yeah. You have three meals a day. Yeah, true. You have breakfast. True. You had one meal. True. If two Mac led one, they went out and hunted, ate their meal, but they might not get any food that day. They'll go two, three, four, five days. That's exactly. why we have fat. Exactly. That exists. But it's yeah. funny now how we're just so you know, we're, we just live on carbs. I didn't exactly. even know until a few years back, maybe like five, six years ago, that your body doesn't require carbs. You can eat no carbs whatsoever yeah. and be completely fine. Yeah. That blew my mind. I was like, what do you mean you don't need carbs? No, you don't need carbs. Yeah, the body is quite fascinating when it comes to like all this like extreme physiology. Yeah. Because um, there was a guy that walked, um, that walked through, um, uh, what's it called? The North Pole. Mm-hmm. He didn't make it all the way, obviously, but he trained himself up to be able to uh, sleep in bouts. So that obviously, if you fully fall asleep, you're gonna die because of the, uh, of the course, extreme you're gonna uh, temperature. Freeze to death. Yeah. So he slept in bouts. Uh, we're talking about sleep for five minutes, no wake way. up, walk for like three hours, sleep for five minutes. It's it's incredible, and what the body is actually capable of doing with the right training and stuff 
it's remarkable. Yeah. That's why I like, sometimes I like extreme challenges because you want to be able to also ensure that your physiological well-being is still active enough to react to different situations as well. Is that one thing that keeps you going as well? Is that like, with, with what you do, there's no end. There's, there is no end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's always another challenge. There's always another goal. It's like, it's just, you can constantly push. 100%. And yeah, next year I'm going to turn it up a bit. I'm going to travel the world, challenge myself in different ways, in ways that even I can't imagine. I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to just yeah. try it out. And, you know, until you try it out, you never know. Cool. Well, listen, man, thanks so much for coming on the show. It means a lot. And uh, I appreciate you. And Thank I appreciate you. all the work so that much. you do yeah. for everyone. I appreciate you supporting us um, as well. If, if people aren't already following you, where can they connect with you? Where's, where, what, what's the name of your, of the, your social tags, et cetera? Um, I, I'm quite consistent in all social media, yeah. really. So um, I'm pretty much the same on all social media platform at you first London. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely. Just, yeah, if you have any questions for me, I'm happy to obviously answer them. And well. you have the online uh, app as well. Yeah, coaching. online coaching app also is available for for you wherever you are. Um, just sign up and yeah, let's get working. Amazing. Well, thanks again, and I'm. Um, Really excited for, for what we're going to see from you next year as well, man. I'm so excited. Cool. You won't be disappointed at all. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you so man. much.